three, two, one. All right. Um, I'm going to start this podcast out by a quick apology. Um, I did say that my first episode was going to be about uh, President Trump. Uh, I'm going to have to go ahead and say that I'm go- it will happen. I am going to make that podcast. However, uh, something came to my attention last night. Uh, during my work set, working session, um, I think it's important I talk about it tonight or today. Um, I want to talk about the idea that we need to stay diligent in becoming better people. We must stay diligent. And I don't mean as in like going around and believing that believing that you're always going to do good. No, I mean that you need to believe that you are deeply flawed and that you will ever so fast and ever so quickly slip into the grasp of doing evil and wrong. You must believe that if you do not do anything good that you are in fact doing something wrong. I've come to this conclusion from a long time of both suffering and being the beneficiary of luck and good fortune. I have suffered through many, many years of depression. Some to the point that I have seen dark depths of myself. Stuff that I don't ever want to ever have to go through again. I know what I am capable of. And that's a really, really intense thing to know. It's an extraordinarily intense thing to know. Knowing your full capabilities, and I don't mean that as in how much I can bench press. I mean, I know the deepest and darkest evils I could ever do. And I know the best goods, or best goods, I know the most good thing I could do. I know both ends of the spectrum very well. I think that's extraordinarily important for everyone to figure out for themselves, and it's a scary thing to do. I mean that very literally. It is terrifying, and it should terrify you. There's a famous thinker by the name of Jordan B. Peterson... Uh, He goes and talks about many different things, but he talks about one thing in particular that relates to this. He talks about the idea of heaven and hell not only being very real, but being so real that they are actually on earth with us in our everyday lives. And I want to say that he he spoke of this either in a lecture or in his book 12 Rules for Life, that you can go ahead and see people who are in hell. If you were to go along the street and see some druggy maniac walking down the street, they will look away in shame. The reason being is because they are ashamed to see the resentment of other people. Knowing very well that who and what they are and knowing that they're not going to be accepted amongst their peers. It terrifies them. I think that's very true. I think you can very much, very much be in hell 
while you're still on this earth. I think you can be in heaven while you're on this earth, and I think it very well depends on your life choices. When I went through my years of depression, I fell into a deep, deep, dark chasm. Growing up was not a fun thing to do for me. I did a lot of things that I, I deeply regret. None of them were really morally that wrong, if you're going to look at it in a mild sense. But the idea that I did those things in a conscious mind and I was okay with it is the big issue with that. Not only that, I did fantasize about doing much, much more. Believe me when I tell you this, is I know how dark the world can be. And I know if I can have those thoughts, there are many other people who do have those thoughts and who don't have the restraint that I did. The way I look at it, and this is something that I've kind of come to myself, come to from myself, is that I need you to go ahead and picture this with me. Picture that you are in a dark room. The room is dimly lit. You can just barely make out two things. On either side of you are two full-size, full-body mirrors. And in one mirror, you see the greatest evil that you could be in all of its horrendous vision. And on the other mirror, you can see the greatest good you can do in all of its glory. It is important, nay, it is imperative that you look deeply into both of those so that you know to run from one and run to the other. I think it's impossible as a human being to just say that you're going to be a good person if you don't know what it looks like. Because, because it's, such a, it's such a blanket statement. And it's just inaccurate. For instance, it's like asking someone to go ahead and paint the color red. Well, which color red? There are many, many, many different shades. Arguably, an uh, infinite amount of colors of red. So which red are, do you want? Right? That's the idea. You can say that you want good, but what is good? And we could go on a four-hour-long tangent explaining what good and evil is. I would say my personal good is to do something to better human humanity. To be a to be someone that other people should look up to. To be accountable, to be dependable, and to be honest. Those three qualities make a good person. If you can honestly do all three of those, you will be a good person. That is how I that's how I view it. And sure it varies from person to person. 
but you must find for yourself what it is to be a good person. But I, I think it's impossible to know what a good person, how, how to be a good person, unless you know how to be an evil person. I think psychology best describes evil as the idea of inflicting harm or pain onto another human being for pleasure. And I think that's pretty, pretty accurate. That's true evil. You're hurting someone else and enjoying it. So, I know when I look in that mirror, the dark mirror, I see an insidious person. Someone who is willing to do whatever he wants. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who gets hurt. It doesn't matter about anything. It just matters to feel happy. And in fact, it's at the expense of everybody else. And I know this for a fact is I've been dangerously close to that image. And I'm not proud of that by any means. I'm not proud of that at all. Because I think had it not been for some special occasions that happened in my life, I would have easily matched that image. That's the road I was going down. And I wish that for nobody. The reason that I felt so... I guess... The reason I felt so motivated to make this podcast specifically about this is because I had a little bit of a epiphany last night. Um, I believe very truly that if you are not making consistent steps towards heaven, even for a day, that you are in fact stepping back into hell. It's kind of as that old saying goes that it's one step forward but two steps back. Except I kind of look at it as it's one, it's like I look at it like this. It's two millimeters forward for ten steps back. If you do not do good, you are in fact doing evil. You are complicit in doing evil, and this is why. If you are to not do any good for the day, or at least if you are not to do any more good than you were to do yesterday, that means you are complicit in the fact of saying that you are not required to do any more good. I think that's the very first step to being resentful. Because in my mind, the way I see it is that if you were to be complicit and say that I'm doing enough good for the world, then that means that you believe that you are doing the most good in the world, that no one else is matching you. So why should you go further if no one else is going to match you in your quest to be a good person? So if you are not stepping forward, you are easily leaping backwards. You are regressing at an exponential rate. And it is important to curb that every single day by doing something more. 
Now, does that mean that you have to go and devote 24 hours of your day to being charitable and helping your community? No. I mean that there are plenty of heroic and noble things that you could be doing in the confines of your of your home to make the world a better place. I truly believe that. Because in that other mirror that I see, the one that I try to compare myself to most is exactly what I want to be. What I see in that mirror for myself is a loving husband, a loving father, and someone whose peers and co-workers look up to him equally. Someone who's dependable, who's honest, who's accountable for his own actions, and accountable for those who he surrounds himself with. Raising two kids that aren't your own Correcting the mistakes of somebody else is an immense amount of burden. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm a saint for doing that. I'm not. I'm just an ordinary guy who wants to find happiness in life. But I can tell you right now that the more I've taken on this responsibility the more I see myself turning into that mirror that I wish to be. The good mirror is becoming more and more close to what I want. And I think that's important. But the reason I bring this all up is because yesterday I made a sin. And now... I'm not proud of what I did, and I did it consciously. And the amount of guilt I felt over doing that was probably more than I have ever felt in my entire life, and I lived a dirty, dirty life before this. I've never felt immense guilt the way I had over last night. And as much as what I did was bad, it's a good sign that if I do something bad now that I feel that guilt I don't want to feel free to do those things to do what I did I don't want to feel like that I should feel ashamed that I should feel guilt for what I did I think that's important It's an important lesson to be learned. That if you are not doing good for the world, or if you are doing bad for the world, you should feel guilty. Human beings are immoral. Human beings are flawed. We're disgusting creatures and we need to redeem ourselves to make the world a better place. We must assume that we are the worst things on this earth and we are so close to hell that we must work our asses off every single day to make the world a better place. And to be complicit even for the slightest moment and believe that you are not responsible to do just that is the very idea that you're going to fall back into hell. 
you must feel like you're on the very edge of falling into hell constantly or you will become complicit and you will fall back into hell. As much as I'm not a completely religious person, I think this sums up very much of what I'm trying to say is that to those who have nothing, all will be taken. And to those who have everything, all will be given. The way I'm interpreting that for this is that if you fall, for, if you fall, if you even slip a little bit, everything will be taken from you. But if you were to keep going and continue to do good, you will be given everything that you need. think I'm going to end this podcast here. I realize it's not as long as I normally go into me making these things. Um, but I felt I needed to talk about this and really get it out there. And I hope that for whoever finds this podcast and decides to start listening, I hope this means something to you. I hope that you start to go down the path of examining yourself, deciding for real what is your true evil and what is your true good? I hope you understand exactly what that means. And I hope once you see the, malice, the maleficent and the uh, and just the danger that that dark mirror can bring to you. I hope it terrifies you. I hope the insidious look that mirror will give you will be enough to keep you running for your life. Because there's no way we will survive if we don't do that. And I mean that sincerely. There are a lot of people who are in hell. Who are in hell and don't even realize. A lot of people in this world need help. But there's no way you can help them if you're in hell as well. You gotta get your own ducks in a row before you can worry about anybody else's. So. I hope that. uh, I hope this reaches somebody. This even helps one person understand a little bit more on how to go about fixing themselves in this world. And I guess I did a good thing. Continue being faceless.